Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Talking Fast. Wait, I need to find your document. Hey, my name is Sarah, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Fast. Alongside me, just like every single week, is manager Jacob, and I would like to know what you are drinking or eating this week. This week, Sarah, quick question for you. What? What I'm eating this week, I'm, I'm on a muffin vibe right now. I'm going I muffins. muffins. Oh, okay. <laughs> do we have to, do you have to choose? Do you, do you like the tops or the bottoms? Neither. If you had to choose. Because you do, <laughs> I you don't have to choose like, right now. <laughs> I don't like pastries. You know this. I've talked about I cupcakes know, even. Like, I only like the top of a cupcake because it has the, the icing on it. And even then, I don't even really like it that much. The, uh, um, I guess I would eat the top of a muffin because that's sometimes like cooked more. You know okay. what I mean? Like there's yeah. more as opposed to like. It's like, controversial. It's but too mushy on the bottom. It's controversial, but I'm going, I'm going muffin bottoms. <laughs> But okay. I've been eating blueberry muffins. So what, you eat the bottom first? Like, what do you do? I take off the top, put okay. it to the side, and then I'll eat the bottom. Interesting. Does anyone else eat it like that? Let me know. Probably not. <laughs> what, are you, what are you eating or drinking this week? Um, I'm eating patties. I Ooh. love patties. Jamaican patties are quite possibly my favorite food group. They are my favorite snack. They are my favorite little treat because they sell them in the atrium of my work. And I go downstairs oh, and get a little they? patty. Um, and they sell Patty King patties. So this is my PSA I wanted to give to everyone. Patty King is like the superior of patties. It was like whatever you in Toronto, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they sell Patty King patties in a box at Costco. So you better believe Nolan and I bought the 40 pack of patties no at way. Costco. And now my freezer is just stocked with patties. So when I go home tonight and when I go home most nights and I'm like not feeling like a full blown meal, but I'm just like a little hungry. I just pop those suckers in the oven and I have fresh patties that taste incredible all the time at my house. Patty King patties at Costco. This is your PSA. What are we watching or reading this week? Okay. This is my time for a uh, PSA again. <laughs> <laughs> what I've been reading, a little bit of political platform. I love Listen, that. 
if you are in Toronto, we yes. got a big election coming up. And I think when is the election? What's the date? June 26th. So when this comes out, you'll have like, you'll, I think advanced voting will be going on, but you'll have time to still. Yes. Advanced voting opens on the 8th to the, yep. to, for a few days. And then you can also do mail-in voting. Uh, but listen, it's very easy to get informed. Mm-hmm. All you have to do, most of the political candidates are going to have a little bit of a platform or messaging. Mm-hmm. You can check out their social media, see what's going yeah. on. Do the very minimum and just like, Get in the and know. most places will aggregate it for you. Like exactly. most, like if you Google, like who's running for mayor, Toronto, like the Globe and Mail, the Toronto Star, all these like organizations will have like so you have to read their website. We'll have everything broken down for you that will like compare the candidates. Not enough people went out and voted last time. Yeah, and it was actually like I was embarrassed for Toronto. So yeah. and look what happened. Exactly. So <laughs> and that's like for any city as well. So PSA for anyone, anyone is anybody there. else? No, it's just us going through a municipal election though because of. Yes, Alberta just had a provincial election that could have been swung by like 1,200 votes or something like that. It was a very minuscule number. So anyway, that's just a PSA to get out there and and you know what? Check out the news a little bit here and there and make an informed decision if you're available to to do that. Agreed, I second that. What are you reading or watching this week? Um, I'm not reading anything. I haven't bought any new books recently. Um, I'm watching, so you know, I've talked a little bit about how I've started Vanderpump Rules. And what I did, though, was I started from season 10 because I just wanted to know all about the drama and the scandal and I watched the reunions, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm so invested, I am gone all the way back to season one. So now I'm watching Vanderpump Rules from season one and uh, it's the best reality television I've ever watched in my life. Like, it is so ridiculous. And like, you said there are a ton of seasons, right? There's 10. And they're all, like, 40-minute episodes with, like, 20-some-odd episodes a season. Like, it's like a, I needed a good bingeable show, and this is an incredible show for me to binge. Um, I'm obsessed. And it's so funny watching it, like, it's, like, 10 years later. <laughs> like, it's 2012 right now when I'm watching. And That's it's just, wild. like, ri- the, the outfits. It's ridiculous. And it's so funny <laughs> to look back on, but I'm obsessed with Vanderpump Rules right now. Oh, incredible. Um, what are we listening to? Okay. The other weekend I went to a first year music festival. Like they just started it up. A friend of mine was involved somewhat than Farm League Brewing, which actually like, yeah. they brew good beer, kind of put it on. Uh, oh, so cool. it was in Fergus, small town, yep. uh, just kind of outside the city a little bit near where my brother lives. Uh, and so my brother and I, for whatever reason, do you have a band like this where you've been trying to see them for so long mm-hmm. that we had tickets here for this show and they canceled it because of pandemic and then, oh, we were supposed to go to this festival, but then we couldn't for scheduling conflicts. Mm-hmm. Between the two of us, I think we tried to see this band probably like six or seven times. What's the band? Well, okay, they're a pretty accessible band. It's Rural Alberta Advantage, out of Alberta, obviously. I don't know what that is. They're like a kind of a rock band, oh, indie cool. rock band. Uh, I love their music, listen to it a lot, especially when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. I think it's good stuff, but it, it, I hadn't seen them in, in all those chances or missed chances, but they were playing this festival called Meadows. Uh, so oh, check cool. them out on the weekend and it was a fantastic set. So that's, I've been kind of listening to that this week. I love that. What about you? Um, when this episode airs, I will have already, me trying to do the math in my head of when episodes are coming up is the most difficult thing in my brain. Regardless, all I've been listening to is there is a playlist of all the songs she has not yet performed that could possibly be surprise songs. Because every night, if you don't know, Taylor Swift performs one surprise song on the guitar and one on the piano. And so this playlist is someone aggregated it, curated it, and it's all the songs that haven't been played yet. So I'm listening basically to all the potential surprise songs. Does she change songs. it every single time? Yeah, she doesn't play the so same song twice. So it's getting narrowed down and narrowed down a bit. 
yeah, and it's getting it's getting rough out here. Like I we just lost the moment I knew yesterday when this was being. There's just a lot. It's very stressful. Do you still for have me. on your short list some options that? Okay, could... so what I wanted to do, even though I can delete this, I can clip it off, whatever. I wanted to share with you guys my list um, of the songs that I want, so that if any of them do get played at my show, insert clip of me screaming and freaking out. Okay, surprise songs of my dreams at Era Store. Granted, I've taken a bunch of these off if they've already been. Like, right. Um, I've got Cornelia Street. Don't she's going to play it, but who knows. That's the way I loved you. Acoustic, I would die. Ivy, my favorite. Like one of my top three, one of my top three Taylor Swift songs. Long Live. She's not going to play Long Live at my show, but we're, we maybe we can dream. Uh, last kiss. These are just words to Jacob. He has no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> last kiss. <laughs> These no, are all deep cuts. No body, no crime. Back to December. That's the song about Taylor Lautner. Ooh. Um, right where you left me. You are in love. New Year's Day. Daylight. I have a decently long, That's list, a long list that you would hope that maybe I get no, wait, some one of, of them. Some of those have been axed already. You're saying no. Or that's what's I left? already. This is what's left. Okay, I already okay. axed a bunch. So we will flash forward. And I will do my editing magic to see what I... Do you want to do another flash forward as well? Do you think that uh, she's still dating? They broke up today. Oh, I'm on the news. (laughs) (laughs) They literally announced today that her and Maddie Healy broke up. So so if I'm a Uh, betting woman, then you got it. (laughs) (laughs) Well... We're back with another what do you want from us? What do you want from us? Where we just dive into the topics that we get the most in our inbox. And I mean, what do you want from us? We're just going to try and give you some advice and talk about our life experiences. That's all we can really do. Uh, Reminder, if you want to ever submit a question or a topic that you want us to talk about here on Talking Fast, you can follow us on Instagram at Talking Fast Show. You can also shoot us an email. I got a really lovely long email this week. The name is escaping me. I will remember eventually, but she sent this like long email with all these topics and guest ideas. We love that feedback. Amazing. Do that more. It's the best. So um, shout out all those people that submit questions, but we just have a few that have been recurring and that's what we're gonna dive into today. Jacob, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. I mean, this first one isn't really, um, <laughs> a, like, what do you want from us in the sense of like these big like topics we normally talk about? This first one I just found funny, um, it was because it's about how did we meet? So somebody messaged me and said, how did you two meet? We know that Jacob's manager extraordinaire, probably should have cut that part out. Um, <laughs> but how did you two meet? <laughs> Uh, which I think is an interesting story. That Do you want to kick story. her off? Yeah. So okay, well, where to even start? Where, have, where to begin? I have a sister, Emma. Shout out, Emma. Shout out, Emma. This was like 20... I'm trying to think of when she... 2021 was when we started working together. Yeah. So it would have been like 2020. Okay. End of 2020 that my oh, sister... Oh, so the scouting happened early. God. Yeah. My sister was in... Used to live in Montreal. Lives okay. in Toronto now. But uh, the start of this story is like she was looking, as I think a lot of people do, looking on TikTok, trying to get on the TikTok of a new city before mm-hmm. you think about moving there or if one maybe one that you're thinking about traveling to to kind of yep. get the hot spots and like, you know, generally suss out the vibe of the city of what you're going to step into. So anyway, she got deep into Toronto TikTok 
around the time that it was kind of blowing up in the city. Yeah. There were a lot of uh, people vlogging their experiences through the pandemic, one being <laughs> one Sarah Jenkins. Yes, avocado she, toast and all. Yeah, <laughs> so classic. the way we, I guess, I at least I got introduced to you online before like making the initial connection was through my sister who had sent, obviously my sister knows what I do, sent me your profile to be like, oh, yeah. you should check out what Sarah's doing. Not from just like, because there were a ton of people that were vlogging at mm. that time, especially mm. in Toronto. But she was like, you know, had had her like hand on the pulse for <laughs> understanding like who is a good storyteller, who has clearly a talent when it comes to putting together like nicely packaged content. So she's like, you should check out Sarah. So then I just started following you then. I don't know between are I'm you gonna looking it, it up I'm like the initial <laughs> we have so many emails though so I feel like this might be impossible so was... I just scroll for like a quick sec you know what I know how to find it I bet you'll be, be you'll be better at finding it than I will why are you just putting in the the cat like the headline oh I'm offline it would have been an introduction or something wouldn't it yeah I typically like if you ever get if someone gets an email from me that says management inquiry it was April or May of 2021, I believe, that you first reached out. So for those that don't know what a manager does, basically, in like the TikTok and content space, a manager is there to help you with every aspect of your online life. So um, brand deal negotiations, works with a PR agencies, and you don't have to do any of it. Uh, and at that time, I had had a few reach out to me. As of January of 2021, I think is when people started realizing, oh, TikTok's sticking around. Like some of these people are pretty legit. Like, And that's when I had a few... Uh, meetings initial meetings but I really was like I had no interest at first to be completely honest I didn't really know what they did and I didn't really know the benefit and I go wait you're gonna take part of my money like why would I work with somebody <laughs> not understanding the context of how it helps and then did you find it I did find it it was <laughs> it was April 12th 2021 and here's the best part I emailed you at 11.39 a.m. and you got to back to me the same day at 11.56, like uh, 20 on, minutes or so. That's very on brand. <laughs> I reply really fast to emails that I want to reply to. Except for, I remember, like, you reached out and at first... I think as all the other people I met with worked at these big agencies, I had to like suss out and be like, is this guy legitimate Yeah. <laughs> in those 20 minutes before I emailed you back? <laughs> but then my request was that I asked to like meet with Jacob. But obviously like in that initial email, you were like, we were both RTA, pulling the heartstrings a bit. Like just the fact that we had like mutual friends and we had like mutual people that we had like worked with and crossed over. Yeah. And then by the end of the week, we had our first call. Like I had asked to meet on an initial call and we talked for like over an hour and then I started sending my brand deals and you were like, you don't know what you're doing. So, the <laughs> there were definitely, definitely some price differences. <laughs> yeah, just like... a little bit. <laughs> Look, I, my brand deal negotiation used to be me and my friends on FaceTime being like, what do we ask for? Like, Who I was talking know. about this recently? Was it? Oh, God. They were on the podcast. Who was it? It was mentioning uh, that they like had a fake email oh, account or Jacqueline. something. Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Yeah, it was Jacqueline who did that. That's, that's such a classic case. But I think that that's the case for most people who don't or have never worked with kind of a management team uh, is that they are handling things themselves and just like yeah. don't really. And then now flash forward, it's been, so I guess if that was April, then it's been like two full years. I remember we were like, oh, we'll do like a probationary period. Like, well, not probationary. That might be the right term, but like, we'll do like a little test period. You'll send me some deals. And then it was just like, I just, it was never a conversation after that. Yeah. We never had like a proper like handshake, like deal signing. It was just like from then on we were working together. And yeah. And I think that like from the beginning for anyone that I'm working with, but like that's kind of how it happens a mm -hmm. lot of the time is like 
those first initial conversations are so important because yeah, it's 100%. mostly built on trust mm -hmm. and like do you essentially vibe with the person enough to host a podcast with, with them, them. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you also have to be able to like i literally text you more than any other person in my life so you have to be able to like have that rapport and you can pretty much figure that out very quickly yeah um so luckily, and honestly, I just like hate the process of like starting a new with somebody new. So like the idea of if you didn't work out would be traumatizing. <laughs> I don't have to start fresh. I don't have to like explain my like anxieties to somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like my therapist. Like honestly, even if like my therapist was just okay, I probably wouldn't start with a new one because I'd be too like stressed to start. I don't know, I don't know if I can back up that advice. That's maybe. <laughs> that's well, it's just, I, that's how I But work. I understand where you're coming from because I'm the work. same. I'd be like, I, it, yeah, I understand. Okay, so one thing that we get asked about all the time, aside from how we met, um, was about balance and just balance in life. I think I talked about it a little bit on the pod a few weeks ago and how that's something that I've been working on. Um, but this has been a big topic that people want to know about, about balancing life and friendships and money and work and all of the overwhelming things that come with being an adult. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the first question I'll have for you then is, do you think that you have a balanced life right now? I, I mean, like, I think, I think so a little bit, mm -hmm. at least in the sense of like, um, my day-to-day -day structure is in a very comfortable spot mm -hmm. where I know kind of what to expect. And like, some days are going to be heavy workload wise. And that kind of is balanced off with like being able to take off some time here and there to go and do things that are just like my passions or my hobbies, yep. because I do have a more flexible schedule with, you know, my career. That I that I have, um, at the same time, like I've never been someone who's very good at balance because mm -hmm. I like saying yes to things and I find it hard to say same. no to things, uh, especially when, and that gets tougher I think as you go on to say no to things when cool opportunities kind of like build on one another where you kind of get the snowball moving mm -hmm. of oh this led me to this connection and now I can work with that person to uh maybe do something like this which leads to another opportunity and mm -hmm. then oh you're all of a sudden friends with this person and they want to travel or something yeah, like yeah. that where it it's tough to uh it's tough to do ev sometimes even like do everything that you mm -hmm. enjoy because there's just too much of it uh, that's my biggest struggle in life is the there's too many things that I enjoy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I I don't know. Like, I, I don't think there's any one, like, way to have balance in your life. I think you're, the whole point of balance is it, like, like it's like, if you're like, picturing it for the people on, like, audio, audio only, what's that thing called? Like, a not a teeter-totter, but a, a level? A, a pendulum? A pendulum. Or a, not a pendulum. Like, the thing that just goes, do, 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 do. The scale. Scale. Balance the That's scale. The, if you're balanced, like a scale, right? It's never going to be, like perfect it's always gonna make a little bit one way and I think as long as you're comfortable with the ebbs and flows of how that works and how to handle it for yourself then I think that's what's important yeah I agree and 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 exactly knowing that even if you get to that like perfect balance today mm -hmm. that understanding like it's not going to be like that that's forever 100% and I think it's and it's about like prioritizing what you need in that moment too right so like balance to me right now um looks like making sure I'm fulfilling my buckets with my friendships right now I'm making sure that I'm like well-rounded with work and that my like mental health is like at the top and make sure that's kind of like my like three that I'm focused on right now yeah so maybe some other things like travel opportunities or whatever kind of going to the wayside right now and that's okay like once I've learned that it needs to be like because these are the other things that are more important to me um and I think that's what my balance looks like right now but this time a year ago my 
balance was, no, I want to travel as much as possible and I want to do a lot of work, whatever. And maybe my friendships fell to the side a little bit, right? So it's all about like the time and moment in your life that you're at. And I don't think it stays in one way forever. Uh, I think once you're aware of what different types of balance looks like, that's what, when you actually figure out how to master it. Okay, tell me what you think about this. I know a lot of people, a lot of young people, Mm -hmm. you hear it often that it's like, um, you know, I got to take advantage of my opportunities. Now will I have the energy and yeah. the resources and stuff? Do you yeah. believe in that? Um, not really. I mean, I, mm, that's complicated. I mean, I'm not somebody that's like, I, I, I don't wait to do things until like retirement. I think the, like the big, uh, mistake that a lot of people like maybe that are in their retirement age now made was maybe not like taking advantage when they were younger or whatever right. but like that's like that in that era no like I, that's a hard question to answer i and there's no right answer, i know, you know i, what I, I mean? don't like think, especially with you you only have the perspective I, that you have but today. it's like like 50s not old and i'm still like 23 years away from that right so it's like you know what i mean like i think like the idea of like you only are young and have energy when you're like 25 years old is what the misconception okay, I is think i don't that think that's, that's a, good that's actually a good point to make because that is one realization that has kind of helped me find more of a balance mm-hmm. is like understand like when i was 18 i thought oh man like i am old i got a lot <laughs> figured out i know what i'm doing yeah, yeah, yeah. then it was the same at like you know going I guess, graduating university. Yeah, it's like 22. Yeah, 22. And then there was like another change around like 25, 26, I mm-hmm. would say. And then now I'm in, you know, I'm 33 now. Yeah. I'm in my 30s, which is like, but it, the, it's the realization as you go through those different eras in your life mm-hmm. that, you know, you hit another milestone or something and realize, oh, I haven't like hit the top of the mountain mm-hmm. yet. That kind of almost knocks you down to to essentially say like, don't wait for 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 trying to do things that you enjoy or taking some time off if you need it. Well, for sure. Like I, it's, it, it kind of like feels similar to me when people are like, oh, well I have to go to these things because I'm only going to be here once. Like when you travel, like in Paris as an example, oh, I have to see this as this. I'm only gonna be here once. And yes. my, my, it's never been my mentality. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm only gonna be here once. If I like a place, I'll come back. Like that's, I, for sure. and, and it, look, I understand like tomorrow's not guaranteed. There's all that stuff, but I don't think you can live your life assuming that like you're only going to have these like opportunities one time either. Like I think that's just as bad. And I bad. think sometimes you sacrifice the enjoyment of a situation if you're racing because you're it feeling to get like to obligated because you're like I, like for you, you've never been to Europe before. You're going for the first time. It'd be very easy for you to be like, I have to do this, 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 this. Because what if I don't come back? Well, I mean, like you're probably gonna go back because if you enjoy yourself, you're gonna want to, right? So I don't know. I I think that's complicated um, when people like. I don't know where I was going to go with that. But it's also so, it's also tough to find balance too because I'm someone who like dives into the hype of something pretty easily. I am too. I don't know how to do anything like half-ass. Yeah. Yeah. And just like in any situation, if someone's like, hey, do you want to do this? Immediately, yes. Yes. Uh, That's the thing I'm learning to do. There's a few like things that I've learned that have helped me with my balance. Um, One is being that there's always going to be more events or opportunities or travel or whatever, not having that one mentality, that one mindset of like, someone invited me to something this time, they're never going to invite me again. If I invite you the first time, they're probably going to invite you again. Two, just honesty. I'm really honest about my balance and my needs and what I, what I need from the people in my life and from myself. So I'm not, not afraid to be like, I'm sorry, but like I need mental health night I can't I can't go out and whether that means like my mental health night is like me like 
I don't know, hanging out with my friends, like not like filming it or like, I don't know. It means different things, but I think being honest about the balance you need is really important. And three, not putting too much pressure on myself um, to do anything. Like I just don't allow myself to feel like that need to do something. Yeah. And I find that like when you communicate effectively with Mm -hmm. friends of what your needs are, I am someone who overthinks all the time. Uh Like before communicating, oftentimes I'll have like a sometimes like a one hour at least maybe two three hour like conversation in my own head of being like working through every potential scenario on how it's going gonna go. to reply yep. and like what are the next <laughs> couple of weeks or months gonna be based on like me bailing on this thing or mm. or me saying or like asking somebody to come to something and that that's kind of surprising thing. to me i didn't think you you would be like that you know, I was having a conversation with Haley about this recently because she was like, oh, you need to be better at asking for things for yourself. I think I'm very, I think why I excel at my job is that I'm very good at asking for things on behalf of, of other, other people, people mm-hmm. but not I'm good at, honest, I mean, like as the person <laughs> asks for things for me, um, it's funny, when I'm at my day job, I will like, if someone on my team needs something or like they... I don't know anything. I'm not afraid to like go and ask on behalf and like say, or not even ask, demand on behalf right, of them yeah. or whatever. But yeah, you're like, well, you know better than anyone when it comes to myself. I'm not very good at it. So that's really interesting. Yeah. Oh, that is a realization. Maybe it's a Gemini thing for us. <laughs> it's the, the two-faced. Uh... <laughs> I know. I know. But I do, I do think this kind of leads into the next topic that people want us to talk about because we're talking about friendships and like if you're being honest with your friends that like you can't do something or whatever. Like I have, I've had friends where I'm like, I'm so sorry. You're going to be mad at me if I bail on this. And like mm-hmm. my close ones are like, no, you're literally the busiest person we know. Like we don't like if you need to bail, we know it's like for something else. Yeah. But that's also goes to say that like if you have people in your life that aren't supportive and you don't think they'll take that communication well, I'm not saying like bailing on someone's wedding the day of. I'm talking about like. Uh, just a friend hang maybe you planned a dinner but then the day comes and you're just like not like in the mood or maybe you could be using that time better elsewhere yeah you're not gonna be bringing your best self forward but if you're having people in your life that aren't supportive of that then that's where we get into the topic of um outgrowing friendships and what that looks like i mean obviously i'm in my late 20s jacob's in his 30s we've both like lived enough life to have gone through ebbs and flows with friendships so what do you think like when you hear outgrowing friendships, what does that mean to you? I mean, I think there's there's two sides of it. One, and we kind of talked about this a little bit on the Tory episode, which I thought was like a good barometer for when it's okay to kind of get rid of a friendship. Tiered friendships? Yeah, tier, yeah. exactly. Tiered friendships of mm-hmm. like not putting so much pressure on every single friendship nope. or acquaintance or connection that you have to be like your best friend. Because a lot of the times talking about balance you'll easily all easily fall into like the trying to give more than that friendship or relationship maybe needs uh maybe you're just people who like have a pint together every now and then and that can be fine yeah um and then on the other side of it though too is like i've had this in my life if like you know i'm maybe in a more depressive episode or something like that where you kind of also withdraw from certain friendships and i think so the other side of that a knowing when it's okay to kind of like you know outgrow Mm -hmm. a friendship and back off from that but then on the other side is like knowing when to maybe double down on investment in the friendships uh, and relationships that are actually serving you and like giving Mm -hmm. you energy and and helping maintain your you know social needs side of things yeah and Uh, i think that goes into the finding balance thing too right because like uh some of the best advice i've ever gotten is well it's, it's kind of two part it's um like 
check in with how you feel around certain friends. Like which friends are you so excited to be around? Which friends do you find your, your most self around? And the ones that you feel anxious to see or you don't know how they're going to react, those are probably not the people that are the best serving your life, right? For sure. And it's the same for making plans. Like if you're trying to find balance and say Jacob invites me to dinner, um, I think it was Tori that said if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Like if if you invite me to dinner and I'm like in two weeks and I'm not immediately like, oh my God, yes, I'd love to just like sit down and talk with Jacob not in front of a microphone. I'm so excited. Then like obviously I'll say yes to that. But if you're not immediately like, if you're already thinking of something that you would rather be doing, then just like don't make the plan in general. And I think that also a good barometer for friendships as well because it's really easy I don't know, to get like caught up in expectations of friendships or having to be friends with people for certain because they're friends with other people or certain reasons. Trust me, I've been through all of that. I'm like a woman in my mid twenties. It's yeah. happened to like every girl. Um but- It's also so hard sometimes with like as you grow older and you know, I think the best example is like if you went to university or even after high mm-hmm. school or something like that as people kind of progress with their own lives and there are different milestones that people are all kind of out there shooting for, maybe Mm -hmm. you're on your own path of of some kind, but like as people move away to different cities or towns or kind of just like sometimes even the different like side of the larger city that you live in. That makes a big difference though. For sure. Or like sometimes like uh, somebody that you worked with who like you sat beside each other. It's the same concept of like high school friends where it's like you realize you were only friends with some of them because you saw them every single Proximity day. Proximity is huge. It's huge. Yeah. And it's the same for in the workplace. Like the biggest facade is people think like high school, it's like high school drama. What High school is literally just like a little social experiment for what the rest of your life is going to be like because it's yeah. the exact same as when you go to work and the people you become friends with at work and then you lose that job as an example like when i got laid off i was like oh my god i'm gonna still talk to these people every single day they're gonna be my best friends forever i couldn't even tell you the last time i talked to anybody that i worked with in my old <laughs> <Yeah>. job but <laughs> it's just the reality of it because proximity and like shared experiences play such a big part in friendships in general and that doesn't make those past friendships less not important. legitimate 100 yeah. percent. i still went to some of those people's weddings like that doesn't yeah. make that any less legitimate or if i saw them on the street i wouldn't be so excited to see them but when we went back to the tiered friendship so for those that didn't listen to the tory episode um we were talking about this concept of like being aware of of friends and if you're imagining it like a pyramid it's a hierarchy for lack of a better term though of like a tier of of friends and we all have those we have our yeah. tier ones who are like our ride or dies it's your maid of honors your best mans your people, people that, that know everything that about know everything you. about yeah. you exactly like if you were a missing person they're the one they're calling to like you give a full report your tier twos are people that you are like you genuinely love maybe they were like part of your life in another era and you see them like in social settings once in a while but like they're not that person you're going to call if your car is broken on the side of the road but they would still help you out if you needed to like if you really went through if you really needed them they would still be there tier threes are i'd say more like friends of friends or people that like you see out in social settings and then is there a tier four and five tier fours would be <laughs> i don't even know if you go past that you're like if tier five to four or five in, in a big city like Toronto would be like your next door neighbor yeah, condo exactly. or something like that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But or or people maybe that you just say hi to at work. Yeah. Like work friends I think can fall into like a tier three situation. Like, but it's the whole concept and it really it's helped me and I think it helps a lot of people when you're thinking about friendships like going to the wayside or like people can move up and down the scale at any moment in their life, right? Which is almost kind of like the exciting thing where mm. I, something that I think like not as scared me in the past, but like I would never want to just get to a point where I think like these are my friends for life. No, because that's not exciting. I've like literally in the past few months made friends that I'm like, oh my God, I didn't actually think I'd get like so close to somebody again. Like, yeah. it, like 
and it's it's exciting like it's exciting to have like new people and new experiences and i totally agree so i think it's it's a moving scale and like sometimes there's still your like tier ones like you're like ride or die but you don't live in the same city you don't talk every day and that's okay so maybe on a day-to-day they're like a tier three because you don't talk to them but the second you get back together that doesn't take away the fact that they're still like one of your people I just think that takes a lot of the pressure especially off of young women who feel a lot of expectation with certain friendships that you don't you don't need to and I think um when you start thinking about it that way like don't it's like when people say, I hate this because it's misogynistic, but it's like, don't do like wife stuff on a girlfriend's salary. Like right. when people say that, like don't act like a wife on a girlfriend's salary. Yeah. It's it's the same idea though. Like don't like be the one that's only showing up for everybody all the time and drawing yourself thin for like even a tier three or four or five Especially friend. because you're closing off them, potentially opening up to like a tier two to like 100%. someone new. <laughs> and also granted, the other complicated thing with friendships in adulthood is, and it's just the reality of it, you might be someone's, tier one or tier two and they're not yours and that's okay i just think people need to like put less pressure on the expectation that goes along with friendships at the end of the day it's a relationship it should be open communication it should be what's serving you i've had people that i thought were gonna be my life forever that i haven't spoken to in seven eight years now and like i genuinely hope they're doing amazing and i like wish them the best but if you ran into them on the street would you still like would you or if they if they're not in town and they're traveling here and they sent you a message would you still like meet up for dinner it depends like, it depends on who, who was yeah for there's sure. some there's some <laughs> if some that they didn't end too great then but but like i would not avoid if it was a situation where i like see some and they're like at the same party as me or if i go back to my hometown or something you know what i mean i wouldn't do like you, avoid it but i yeah. do th- i do think which is kind of like i have avoided it once but like i that's okay too, really. That's okay too. If it's like truly like was not, it did not end on good terms. But it, I I have fr- mutual friends with some of these people and I'll say to them like, I hope they know I want nothing but the best for them. Like that was eight years ago. Like I don't Yeah. Want- What's the term um, sonder? Have you heard the term sonder? No. It's like this, it's the term that was coined, maybe, but it was a term coined by, I think it was a psychologist. I could be totally wrong. But essentially, it's the the feeling you get when you kind of look out and you realize that like every individual person is living their totally oh my unique God. story. That's and terrifying. it could be, but it could be strangers uh, that you kind of pass on the street. Are you kidding me? Or it I could be at- people that you know. I was scrolling on Facebook Ugh. the other day. I, I was just like, I only use Facebook for Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of got on scrolling. They hooked me for a little while the other day and I'm like scrolling through like looking at I've never used Facebook at all and so it's been years since I've used Facebook but I'm scrolling through looking at kind of like you know the faces of people like a decade ago Mm -hmm. that I knew and would party with or like maybe had a class with in university or something like that who now have like they maybe they look a little bit different maybe they have a baby maybe they live in a different city they have their own lives it's crazy and I just got this feeling like of Sandra, I guess. Yeah. And it was, it just like was a wild experience to know, oh, the people that, that were once something to me didn't just stop. They went on yeah, and I had know. like these clearly incredible lives doing, you know, Their it wasn't like things. they were doing the most impressive, like climbing a mountain or anything like that, but it was impressive in the sense of like, oh, I just, you were out of my mind for so long, but you are still continuing on this wild journey. It was a weird out of body Sondra freaks me out. I think of it all the time when I'm looking at the other condos in my area. And I'm like, those people yeah. are just living their own life and have their own thoughts. And that freaks me out. But I think all to say is like, whether you outgrow friendships, whether you make new friendships, whatever, like literally life goes on and people always, you'll make new friends, you'll find new people. Um, just make sure you're making a priority to like take care of yourself first. <laughs> 
because we feel like we just gave you so much wisdom and advice, we decided that like last time we did a what do you want from us, we are going to instead end off this episode instead of with voicemail, but with a draft. We drafted female pop singers and Canadian cities last time. This time, we're only going to do one draft, and it is going to be the months of the year. I'm excited for this one, Sarah. Yeah, me too. Do we rock, paper, scissors to see who goes yeah, first Yeah, one, again? two, three, shoot. So one, two, three, shoot. Oh, um, first one was scissor, scissor, and scissor, paper, I win, <laughs> for anyone listening. <laughs> Jacob gets to go first, and with the first overall pick, what is your first? Well, I have to. It's my birthday month, uh, oh, okay. and it's the month that just passed. It is May. I have to take May. May is a spring. It's a start. It's not officially. It feels like the start of spring here, and it is this transition from kind of cold weather at the very beginning to nice and warm weather, and that's what we had this year. We had what it was like 30 degree weather every couple yeah. of days or something like that plus the flowers come out so may's your first pick <laughs> you didn't even take pick. my first overall pick for me my first overall pick is my birthday month <laughs> also because i will vouch that this is the best month of the year for multiple reasons it is june it is halfway through the year so if you want like to check in with yourself and restart and refresh you can do that because it's like oh it's halfway through the year it's right at the start of summer having a june birthday was the best because it was still in school so i still got to like have like my locker decorated and do all the party at school stuff but it was nice weather and no one was really doing anything so it was like, best so june is the best month of the year um the best weather you can't argue with me otherwise june's good june and the official start of summer hello yes Okay, and... Oh, uh, we're sorry. Okay, this was going to be my question. Are we snake drafting this? What does that mean? That means then I get to go again. Because it's not fair that you get the first overall pick and then you also get, like... You know what I mean? Like, have you ever done but draft then, before? Yeah, but, like, you can't do that with two people because otherwise <laughs> then, like, I drop to my four all of a sudden. Yeah, because that's fair because then you got the first overall pick. You should have won Rock, Paper, Scissors. Oh, my God. Okay, fine. <laughs> we'll go back and forth. We'll go back and forth. If we ever do a draft with more people, though, we're snake drafting. That would make sense, I, I think, right? I don't know math. Okay, anyways, just go. What's your second pick? Okay, it is the, uh, it is the, the, I would say, if June, if summer starts in June, summer really, really starts in July. I'm going July. <sighs> July is a huge month because why? It's hot. There's a lot of things to do in July. Uh, events, concerts, picnics. Uh, it feels like kind of a relaxation month as well. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like it's not so busy. People are, are a little more chill. July overwhelms me a little bit, um, which is my second over. why my second overall pick, and actually as number two on my board, is September. Oh, really? I think September is a really underrated month for multiple reasons. One, if you travel to Europe in September, it costs like – way less money and there's way less people because all the kids are in school i was a kid that loved the start of a new school year so i loved september for oh, that Oh, big five-star binder smell yeah like you got new clothes you get new everything so september like gives me the endorphins from that and the weather is still hot in september like people forget that like september and may have very similar weather at least here in canada and yeah it's still like beautiful weather it's still summertime in september so september is my second overall pick okay i don't know i think you might be upset about this one because uh it is the start if, if September is still warm this month is the start Are of you getting taking? cold. Oh, We're, I don't care about this month. October? I we've talked about this before. I don't care about pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, I don't care about October. God. I don't care about fall. You're gonna get canceled for now. I don't care about fall. Listen, I'm talking sweaters. Someone just I'm commercialized talking... fall for all the girlies to love it. Like I don't care about fall. Hold on. We're gonna have an <laughs> ASMR moment. Ready? <laughs> 
Is that the leaves crunching? Exactly. It doesn't even happen anymore because of global warming. It doesn't even get cold until November. <laughs> no, there's some... Well, that's the best thing is that you can have uh, some t-shirt weather, but also come back and have a pumpkin no, spice latte. Whatever. I don't, October was ranked six. Halloween? Halloween? All right. Well, with that, I'm taking, based off the Taylor Swift song loan, August. Damn it. Yeah. So okay. as my third overall, incredible song and That's just a great good. month. Okay. This, I think this is a steal at what my number three, is this my number three? This is your number four. Four. My number four. I'm getting this at number four. This is actually my number four. I think I've actually got all my mo- my months that I've wanted so I far. think so. I have two, though. <laughs> so we have very clearly different. Uh, I am going December. Oh, my God. December is legitimately my 10th ranked No, month. it's not. Are yes, you kidding me? I hate the cold. It's Christmas. Who cares? Christmas Eve. Yeah, oh, whatever. New Year's Eve. Yeah, whatever. Uh, snow. Snowball no, fights? No. Hot no. chocolate? I hate the cold. Sledding? It's not worth it. Not worth the slush. Those little pockets of joy is not worth... The entire month of December being so stressful. Is your favorite and, Christmas movie The Grinch? Uh, yeah, it actually is. Fun fact. Oh, makes I, sense. I, uh, yeah, so you just took December. <laughs> Good for you. Um, I'm going to take... This is where it gets funky. Um, I'm going to go with April. I think April mm. is like a decent... Like Again, it rains quite a bit in April. But April, like as soon as it hits April on the calendar, I feel... Like a new per, like I feel like we've gone through the worst of like Canadian winters. There is a refresh. There's like a refresh to April. Like it feels like, even though there's not literally tulips coming out of the ground, it feels like April one. It's like suddenly like all the tulips (laughs) like come out of the ground. Like I don't know. So I I think April feels like a. Do you think April is the equivalent of Wednesday? A million percent. Yeah. Yeah. Big Wednesday vibes from April. I, I, this is a tough one for me. I I I have my ranking here, but you took a couple of them that would go next. (laughs) I'm going. Is November on the board? November I'm going is still November. on the board. I'm going November. I think November is, is that is that real sweater weather uh, type of moment. Yeah, and also it's still like I mean, for Haley's birthday it was like November, like fifth weekend, and we were literally playing spike ball in shorts and t-shirts. That sometimes November still is really good weather. Oh, yeah, so. I was running a few times. Yeah, yeah it's true. You can get it's lucky. Good. I'm going it's November. Good. So you're telling me my only choices I have left are <laughs> March, January, and February. Okay, I'm going. Those were originally my bottom three as well. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going with March because, again, ah. <laughs> I love getting away in March. I've gone to London the past two Marches and the weather's been great. And I like traveling in March because, again, it's cheaper to travel in March. And if you go to Europe, the weather is still going to be better than it is here. Okay. So I can take – and my sisters are born in March, so I'll be kind and take okay. their birthday. For the same reason, I'm going to take January. It's it's New Year's Day. It feels – it is the most down, like, time Yeah, it's in terms key. of, like – no emails are being sent. No yep. phone calls are happening. My brother's birthday is end of January. So like Topman Tail is nice there. I'm going to. So January. I'm getting my 12th ranked month. <laughs> and it literally was the 12th ranked of February. It's the shortest month, but feels like the longest. It is the most grueling. And I hate February, but I guess we celebrate love in February. So whatever. I think that's fine. So it, the final rankings are, you want to read out your team? Yeah, my team. What do I have? I have May, July, October, December, November, November, and January. And January. I wrote yours down for you. And on team Sarah for the months, we've got June, we've got September, August, April, March, and February. Please let us know which I don't know 
place you'd rather live with those being the only months that you live through uh and let us know what we should draft next thanks again as always for listening to talking fast we have a new episode come out every single wednesday and we will see softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.